Thank you for standing by and welcome to the TRIP.com Group 2021 Q1 Earnings Conference Call. All participants are in a listen-only mode. There will be a presentation followed by a question and answer session. If you wish to ask a question, you will need to press the star key followed by the number one on your telephone keypad. I would now like to hand the conference over to Michelle Key, Senior IR Director of TRIP.com Group. Please go ahead. Thank you. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Trip.com Group's 2021 Q1 Earnings Conference Call. Joining me today on the call are Mr. James Lam, Executive Chairman of the Board, Ms. Jen Sam, Chief Executive Officer, and Ms. Cindy Wong, Chief Financial Officer. During this call, we will discuss our future outlook and performance, which are forward-looking statements made under the safe harbor provision of the U.S. Private Security Litigation Reform Act of 1995. Forward-looking statements involve inherent risks and uncertainties. As such, our results may be materially different from the views expressed today. A number of potential risks and uncertainties are outlined in Trip.com Group's public filing with the Security and Exchange Commission. Trip.com Group does not undertake any obligation to update any forward-looking statements, except as required under applicable law. James, Jen, and Cindy will share our strategy and business updates, operating highlights and financial performance for the first quarter of 2021, as well as the outlook for the second quarter of 2021. After the prepared remarks, we will have a Q&A session. With that, I will turn the call over to James. James, please. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, everyone, for joining us on the call today. Due to China's successful containment of the pandemic, the recovery of China's domestic travel market continues to show momentum. The border is still shut many have turned to domestic travel, to high-quality scenic spots and destinations. During the May Day holiday, approximately 230 million trips were made by tourists domestically, representing a 3% increase compared to the same period in 2019 before COVID, setting a new all-time high for the holiday. Now, our platform Long-distance travel across provinces in mainland China has made a full recovery, and short-distance local travel continues its strongest growth trajectory. <laughs> Trip.com, Trip.com Group's submission is to pursue the perfect trip for a better world. Throughout the past two decades, we have continuously exploring and innovating to further improve our offerings. We have established the leading global one-stop travel platform where users can easily find comprehensive products with reliable services and guarantees and differentiated travel content, all reachable within a few taps of mobile application. Following the strong recovery of China's domestic travel market, we have successfully launched our second listing secondary listing in Hong Kong in April. This marks a milestone in our development from which we embark on a new journey. Currently, our market share in China's domestic travel market is only in mid-teens, while our global market share is still in the low single digits. We're excited for the potential of our growth. 
Going forward, we'll continue to focus on the following major areas to sustain the group's long-term development as well as bring new value to the industry. First, continue to improve our power offerings and service quality. We'll be pushing ahead with more in-depth tour products to meet the evolving needs of the post-pandemic travelers. While strengthening collaboration and cross-sales between business lines to provide a comprehensive yet hassle-free one-stop travel experience. Second, use content-oriented innovation to engage users and stimulate travel. We will continue to see Trip.com group transform from solely purchasing platforms to hubs of travel inspiration hosting the best travel deals. By hosting more comprehensive travel content, such as live streaming, enhanced information feeds, and short videos, we are able to ignite greater interest in travel and facilitate new trends, such as significant increase in short distance travel and trips to long haul destinations witnessed in the past year. Third, foster a content ecosystem with our travel marketing hub, StarHub as a centerpiece to boost our partners' marketing capability on our platform. StarHub functions as a flagship store for our partners, where they are able to integrate differentiated travel content and a wide variety of tailored product offerings, drive huge traffic volume and develop exposure with the enhanced promotions, thereby bolstering their brand image and boosting customer engagement. Fourth, maintain and expand our global perspective. Every maneuver and initiative we've tested and proved successful in our domestic market is an invaluable, is an invaluable asset for our global development. We are putting this advantageous position to use in our preparation for the coming global travel recovery. Progressing in these areas will require investments in technology and R&D as a driver for efficiency and growth. We believe our investment will create long-term value not only for our users, but also for our shareholders, the travel industry, and the society as a whole. We want to thank our users for their loyalty and trust, our business partners for their understanding and support, and our more than 30,000 employees around the world for their hard work and commitment to customers and partners during such a difficult time. They are the ones driving us to greater success. With that, I will turn the call over to Jane for operating highlights. Thanks, James. Good morning, everyone. I would like to first quickly walk through our Q1 results and then touch base on our post-pandemic growth drivers and future opportunities. First, Q1 overall highlights. Due to the travel restrictions in mainland China to contain virus in January and February of 2021 around Chinese New Year, our top line decreased by 13% year over year and about 50% as compared to the same period in 2019. Despite such challenges, China's domestic travel market rebounded strongly in March and with even great momentum in April and May. Both hotel and air ticket have grown strongly. Cross sales between air to hotel products in Q1 increased significantly compared to the same period in 2019. We are also delighted to see revenue from other business lines 
in Q1 exceeded that the same period in 2019. Revenue from corporate trouble management has completely recovered compared to 2019 pre-COVID. And new initiatives such as trouble financing services and domestic trouble advertisement have both delivered strong results. Second, May Labor Day holiday highlights. As China control pandemic effectively, accelerate vaccination significantly, and removed domestic trouble restriction, the pent-up demand travel volume has uh, has been unleashed during the May Labor Day holiday. Our total number of domestic booking for five-day breaks show year-over-year growth of approximately 270% compared to 2020 and represent a more than 30% increase compared to the same period in 2019 pre-COVID. Significant increase were recorded across many business areas. Daily average data were used since the 2019 May Labor Day weekend were one day shorter than it was for 2020 and 2021. Daily average domestic hotel GMVs during the Labor Day weekend saw a surge of 390% growth compared to 2020 and close to 50% growth compared to 2019 pre-COVID. Daily domestic hotel GMV recorded a historic high in the first three days for the holiday season. Daily average domestic air ticket booking also saw a 190% year-over-year growth compared with 2020 and approximately 30% growth compared to 2019 pre-COVID. During this period, we also observed new trends in customer behavior. First, with the national National borders remain short, uh, shut. Domestic travel has become the best solution to meet the pent-up outbound travel demands. We believe this has driven the rapid growth of quality leisure travel. Bookings for mid to high-end hotels have spearheaded the growth in the past 12 months. The rising demand for quality travel is also shaping the supply side. In the past year, we have strengthened our product offering. We believe our newly expanded inventory will continue to contribute to the long-term growth of quality leisure market after the reopening of the national borders. Second, long-distance travel cross provinces have completely recovered. In addition, short distance and intra-province travel represents a new growth driver. In the May Labor Day weekend, average daily domestic hotel GMB for intra-provincial day increased more than 60% compared to 2019 pre-COVID. An average daily GMB for domestic attractions and activities doubled compared to 2019 pre-COVID. 
Third, content strategy. When travelers are seeking an elevated travel experience, they also are increasingly enjoying the excitement of discovery, sharing, and being inspired by the rich content. Nowadays, we are all digitally connected and technology constantly drives the evolution of the industry. The boundary between offline and online engagement has blurred. A true one-stop platform should transcend the convention search to book model. Trip.com group is not only only focusing on the development of the best purchasing platform, but also become, becoming the hub of inspiration. As we continue to implement our content strategy, our C-Trip mobile APP has undergone significant updates over the past months. The live stream channel is now an open platform featuring KOLs, and industry partners. Hundreds of live events were streamlined in April, and DAU for the live streaming section on APP doubled month over month. We also launched Star Hub over Travel Marketing Hub. In late April, through Star Hub, partners and suppliers are given the tool to deliver differentiated and tailor-made travel content and a wide diversity of marketing activity to interact with our high-quality users and gain exposure. With StarHub and existing Trip.com group marketing channel in their arsenals, partners can expand and enhance their marketing performance to drive traffic volume and conversion. In less than one month, more than 150 destinations, hotels, theme parks, and attractions have already joined the Star Hub. We expect to see it growing into a rich content ecosystem. During the past quarter, number of travel KOLs on our platform increased by more than 50% sequentially. The enriched content resulted in high number of users' visits and longer use, user time spent on the content channel. During the Labor Day weekend, more than 40% of the app users visited our content channel. We will continue to focus on the improvement of the content generation and delivery and create information feeds our users go to source for travel destination and ideas and inspirations. Fourth, corporate travel management. While the leisure travel is growing healthily, we are also excited to see corporate management business also fully recovered from the negative impact of the pandemic. Despite the alternative use of videos conferences, business travelers recovered strongly along with the economic growth in the domestic China market. We also see shifting trends with business travelers turning to corporate management services from other channels. This 
will form the strong cornerstone for the long-term development of our corporate travel management. Fifth, overseas market. Although the world is still facing uncertainty due to the COVID-19, we're encouraged by the development of vaccine. On one hand, we are fully prepared to take advantage of the approaching international travel recovery. On the other hand, we also continue to support different destination markets to promote local domestic travel under the current situation before the border opens. For our overseas market, hotel reservation for the domestic travelers in the countries outside of China have already recovered to pre-pandemic level in the recent months, driven by increased number of domestic stays in respective markets. We expect to see volume bouncing back at a great scale once cross-border restrictions are lifted and global travel reopens. With that, I will now turn the call over to Cindy. Uh, thanks, James. Good morning, everyone. To avoid comparing with the same period in 2020, when the pandemic outbreak first appeared, I will instead compare our performance in the first quarter with the same period in 2019 and the fourth quarter of 2020. For the first quarter of 2021, Trip.com Group reported net revenue of RMB 4.1 billion, representing a 50% decrease from the same period in 2019. The first half of the quarter was significantly impacted by the resurgence of COVID cases in China and the travel restrictions that followed. However, our domestic business showed strong resilience and quickly rebounded after the Chinese New Year holiday. Both our domestic hotel and air business have fully recovered to pre-COVID levels since early March and achieved double-digit growth during the month compared with the same period in 2019. Revenues from corporate travel business grew 6% in Q1 compared with 2019, mainly driven by the expansion of its client pool and the increase of cross-selling to accommodation products. Revenues from other business grew 17% in Q1 compared with 2019 thanks to the fast development of our new initiatives, such as travel financing services and domestic travel advertisement business. Gross margin was 75% for the first quarter of 2021, decreased from 82% for the previous quarter, largely due to the travel restrictions at the outset of 2021. Excluding share-based compensation charges, our adjusted operating expenses decreased by 30% compared with the same period in 2019 and were flattish compared to the previous quarter. 
Adjusted product development expenses for the first quarter increased by 9% to RMB 2.1 billion from the previous quarter, primarily due to fluctuations in expenses related to product development personnel. Total headcount in our product and development team is largely stable, and the average salary increased modestly as we entered into 2021. Adjusted sales and marketing expenses for the first quarter decreased by 22% to RMB 930 million from the previous quarter, mainly due to the decrease in expenses related to sales and marketing promotion activities in response to the decreased travel demand in the quarter. Adjusted GNA expenses for the first quarter increased by 20% from the previous quarter, mainly due to the fluctuations in the allowance for the expected credit loss. Following the common market practice, we start to disclose adjusted EBITDA from this quarter. The difference between adjusted EBITDA and non-GAAP operating income represents the depreciation and amortization expenses, which is available on our 6K form. Adjusted EBITDA was RMB, uh, was negative RMB 216 million, and adjusted EBITDA margin was negative 5% for the first quarter of 2021. Diluted earning per ordinary share and per ADS were RMB 2.8888 or US dollar 44 cents for the first quarter of 2021. Excluding share-based compensation charges and fair value changes of equity security investments and exchangeable senior notes, non-GAAP diluted loss were ordered per ordinary share and per ADS were RMB 34 cents or US dollar 5 cents for the first quarter of 2021. As of March 31st, 2021, the balance of cash and cash equivalent, restricted cash, shortened investment, held to maturity, time deposits and financial products was RMB 66 0.1 billion or US dollar 10.1 billion. With the successful dual listing in Hong Kong in April, we have further strengthened our cash balance by around 1.2 billion US dollars. As a listed company on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange, we need to comply with regulations and follow the common practices adopted by public companies in the Hong Kong market. As a result, going forward, we will no longer pro provide guidance for the coming quarters. Instead, we would like to provide some recent colors of our business. For the quarter to date, our total revenues was up by more than 80% year on year, mainly driven by the growth in domestic accommodation and air ticket reservations, while international revenue was still under pressure. 
compared with the same period of 2019. Domestic accommodation and air ticketing reservations were both up by more than 20% quarter to date. Also, the fast recovery of domestic China travel is gradually making up the loss of outbound business. Recently, our total hotel reservations have returned to pre-COVID level while price is still under pressure. We remain committed to deliver sustainable growth and create long-term value for our shareholders. With that, operator, please open the line for questions. Thank you. If you wish to ask a question, please press star one on your telephone and wait for your name to be announced. If you wish to cancel your request, please press star two. If you're on a speakerphone, please pick up the handset to ask your question. We do ask that you please limit your questions to one per queue today and rejoin the queue if you have further questions. Your first question comes from Alex Poon with Morgan Stanley. Um, thanks, management, for taking my question. Uh, congrats on the very strong results and rebound in travel demand. Um, my question is regarding the resurgence of COVID-19 globally. Um, travel, international travel remains uncertain. Uh, so how will Trip.com prepare the strategy and focus uh, in this environment? Thank you very much. Thanks for the question. We have full confidence in the complete resumption of international travel. We have already seen the promising recovery of travel in some countries and regions with widespread vaccination rollouts. Across all markets, we have seen domestic travel market rebound and gradually make up the loss of cross-border travel. Recently, our total hotel bookings have reached pre-COVID level while prices remain under pressure. In Q1, overseas hotel bookings by non-Chinese customers our Trip.com platform have already recovered to the pre-pandemic level. Our teams are utilizing this time to enhance our fundamentals in price, product, service, and app user experience for overseas users. With that, we'll be best positioned to capture the pent-up travel demand when international travel recovers. Thank you. Your next question comes from Ronald Kong with Goldman Sachs. Thank you, James, James, Cindy, and Michelle. Uh, I guess following on that, that recovery path, could, you, could management share just how we see the forward, say, few quarters and maybe into 2022? Just how, how are we expecting that international recovery path maybe, if, if not quantitative, maybe qualitatively, that, that, that recovery path? And how, how would we plan our sales and marketing uh, or strategies on, on our spending alongside that eventual uh, international recovery path? Um, and are we thinking about how domestic will shift or uh, domestic strength that we see now will actually maintain while international will be incremental kind of recovering with that expectation? Thank you. Hmm. Uh, thanks for your question. We uh, look at our business in three segments. The first one is domestic travel. Uh, the second one is for the areas outside of China, 
uh, the domestic travel within each respective countries. Uh, the third one is cross-border travel. So first of all, for uh, domestic travel uh, with China, uh, we have full confidence that our government have very effective control procedures uh, to make sure uh, mainland China's economy uh, will grow strongly. And normally, when the economy is growing strongly, our travel uh, market will outpace the GDP growth in that market. And we will work very hard to serve our customers to capitalize on this strong momentum. So that's the first thing within domestic travel for mainland China. The second thing is outside of China, we also have seen a strong recovery in each respective markets we are targeting at. So uh, based on the numbers we are looking at for the most recent months, uh, these uh, domestic travel uh, in the respective uh, areas outside of mainland China have already recovered to pre-COVID level. Uh, so we have uh, very uh, strong uh, confidence that uh, uh, applying for whatever worked uh, in mainland China will also be capitalized on some of the market we are targeting at. The third one is cross-border travel. Uh, that is a little bit, uh, it takes more uh, coordination between nations. But we are encouraged by the development of the uh, vaccination. I think each government is pushing very hard uh, to make sure the people within uh, each country are well uh, protected. Uh, so for what we have seen, uh, UK, uh, Europe, uh, uh, and the United States are moving very fast in that front. And also Asia, most of the country have demonstrated their ability uh, to control and uh, also uh, control and, and handle these kind of crises quite well. Uh, so we are hopeful that Asia, Europe, America uh, gradually uh, will be opening up and with more vaccination is taken, hopefully the passport will indicate uh, the passengers' uh, information, and therefore gradually uh, we will be able to capitalize on the pent-up demand for cross-border transactions as well. Thank you. Your next question comes from Alex Yao with J.P. Morgan. Uh, thank you, management, for taking my question. Um, I would like to follow up with uh, Ronald's question, uh, but from a slightly different angle. Um, uh, so I think uh, ultimately COVID will be behind us. It could be the end of this year. It could be mid of the uh, next year. Uh, when, when we enter into the post-COVID um, stage, uh, how do you think about uh, the more normalized growth rate in the next couple of years? Uh, what are the new revenue opportunities you are seeing uh, post-COVID as, as a result of a, perhaps a consumer behavior change or business behavior change? Thank you. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, we are all uh, very excited uh, to wait for the pass of the COVID. Uh, from our search results on our sites, the pent-up demand is very strong. Uh, so we are confident eventually the scientists around the world will come up with very strong method uh, to contain this virus. And governments also through the past year have uh, accumulated lots of experience uh, to make sure that going forward the virus will be well contained. 
And our team uh, works very hard uh, to accumulate our uh, knowledge and experience to handle different situations. Um, so within our uh, domestic travel, there are also a lot of opportunity. Our market share still is quite low. Uh, it's in the teens. Uh, in 2019, our market share is around 13%. Uh, there is still a lot of uh, unaddressed market uh, that we have not tapped into. So, uh, for example, our uh, content-driven uh, strategy is a new area. Uh, the market will grow uh, quite nicely in the next three to five years. And if we uh, can address and take about 3%, uh, share to 5% share, that's quite significant uh, already. Secondly, we also saw the short-haul uh, travel, uh, which is uh, serving as an alternative when people are uh, content within their own borders. And thirdly, corporate travel, as we discussed, uh, is uh, growing very strongly. Uh, traditionally, it's addressed by uh, the other uh, channels, but uh, we ought to uh, use uh, very good services uh, to address the customers who need to travel from uh, cities to cities and frequently on the road. Uh, so with our strength in uh, hotel, air, and the other area, uh, we will be able to help the customers who travel so frequently around China. And so fourth, also, uh, the cross-sale opportunity on our one-stop platform uh, represents a good opportunity to make sure our customers' needs are addressed very nicely, rather than having our customers to, searching, to search all around the uh, website to find the right product. We ought to provide better services for them uh, when we use our uh, technology and one-stop shopping platform platform to provide the best service for our customers. And these uh, new initiatives are mainly uh, centered around the domestic travel for China. And in addition, uh, I think the cross-border travel, inbound travel, and for the customers around the world will also add another layer of the growth. And our team is uh, working very hard uh, with our a global team just to make sure that our strengths in the mainland China eventually uh, will be duplicated in the global places. So we are excited for the future growth. Thank you. Your next question comes from Thomas Chong with Jeffries. Hi, uh, good morning. Uh, thanks, management, uh, for taking my questions. Um, I have a question uh, relating to the expense side. Um, given that uh, we have done a lot of work uh, to optimize uh, the cost, uh, how should we think about the trend in expenses uh, going forward uh, after COVID? Thank you. Thank you, Thomas. Um, yeah, thanks to our largely flexible cost and expenses structure and efficient operating management, uh, during the past year, uh, we actually uh, further streamlined our operations across business lines uh, in addition to certain adjustments related to COVID. Uh, our improvements on content and cross-selling uh, going forward will further help us to lift uh, our marketing efficiency. 
uh, we expect, in terms of the cost trend in the year 2021, we expect a comparatively modest increase in personnel-related uh, expenses. And sales and marketing expenses are largely discretional and discretional and adjusted in accordance with our business recovery. And we will continue to adopt an ROI-driven strategy. Um, we, in, uh, furthermore, we believe our improvements on content and cross-selling will help us uh, improve uh, our marketing efficiency in general. Uh, but at the same time, we will also reserve certain budgets in the short term to development, uh, to develop content ecosystem and to prepare for recovery and growth of the international market. Thank you. Thank you. Your next question comes from James Lee with Mizuro. Great, thanks for taking my questions. My question is regarding advertising opportunity. I was hoping maybe Jane, you already spoke about live streaming and Star Hub. You know, uh, they all sound very interesting. And, and can we maybe, you know, get get an early sense of, about understanding the friction that you're experiencing with advertiser when they try to adopt the new content platform? and how you plan to resolve it specifically. And also, maybe early learnings from consumers, if you have any, and what do they like about your new content platform and what needs to improve. And lastly, maybe over longer term, can you talk about what kind of critical mass that you need in terms of users and engagements, and that will lead to ultimately uh, improve monetization. Thanks so much. Sure. Uh, from a long-term perspective, the content and uh, uh, content and also uh, and also advertisement market uh, currently is about 90 billion market, and by 2025, the market size is going to be is expected to to be around 140 percent, uh, 140 billion. Uh, and our target is that if we work very hard to address about three to five percent uh, of the total market, that can be quite significant for our top line and bottom line as well. Secondly, uh, the strength of our platform uh, is that the quality of our customers is very strong, and they're looking for inspiration when they decide uh, where to go, uh, particularly during the holiday seasons, summer vacations. Chinese New Year's, etc. So when we post our content onto our platform, we already seen the users uh, doubled uh, for that channel, and also the stay uh, for the time spent in these channels also doubled significantly in these channels. So that gives us a very strong indication that customer needs the content, uh, and uh, we will also offer a very customized uh, match between the customers, what they are looking for uh, to be suitable uh, for their family needs, uh, for their, for their uh, interest. Uh, thirdly, with the strong customer uh, interest as well as their uh, spending power, uh, the areas, the hotels, travel destinations, and attractions, uh, if we do a very uh, good um, analysis, we ought to offer uh, the best uh, alternatives for customers to look at. 
so that also is a strength for our platform. We have seen very strong conversion uh, on our platform uh, when, when we post uh, the relative and uh, uh, very uh, carefully analyzed uh, uh, matching uh, for our customers. Uh, so these are the strengths for our uh, platform. And of course, this, we only started uh, this uh, uh, system one month ago. Uh, the momentum is strong, but uh, it takes uh, us, our team, uh, for our strong execution and uh, uh, to, to make sure the product is suitable for both our customers and partners. But we are confident as long as we keep up uh, with our strong execution, uh, we'll, be off, we'll be able to offer the best product for both of our consumers as well as the partners. Thank you. Your next question comes from Joyce Ju with Bank of America. Uh, good morning, James, Jane, Cindy, and Michelle. Congrats on the very strong results this quarter, and thanks for taking my questions. Uh, my question is related to government's uh, recent antitrust push. Uh, we have seen a couple segment leaders uh, recently being inspected, and also some of them even paid the penalties antitrust, you know, um, movement. Um, so just want to ask, like, if we have been, uh, we had related, like, you know, risk, and if we have been in any communications with the regulators um, in this perspective, um, given, you know, I think the antitrust, um, you know, rules at the very beginning, there are a couple, you know, um, areas of expectations, like um, they actually include like uh, price discriminations, like in the monopoly power of the marketplaces, just try to understand how we actually avoid the uh, into a situation like, you know, be, be fined or like, you know, get pen penalty for it from this. Thank you. Hmm. Thank you. Uh, we uh, fully support uh, our government for their efforts to create a healthy and a sustainable growth market. Uh, our belief is that the market, uh, if we can um, create a market that is uh, healthy and sustainable, uh, we, uh, the industry will grow uh, in a very healthy manner. Uh, secondly, our market share is quite small still. Uh, the market share for 2019 is around 13%. Uh, there are, the travel industry is fast growing. Uh, we need a quality uh, service provider to address uh, our customers' needs. So we'll work very hard with the government, with our partners, to make sure our customers' demand is very well addressed. Thank you. Your next question comes from Tian Hu with TH Capital. Uh, good morning, management. Thanks for taking my question. Uh, I have a two uh, quick questions. Uh, on the uh, income statement for the corporate travel, so I saw a, like a, a younger 100% growth, and it's really outstanding. So I really want to want to understand what are the drivers behind behind the 100% younger growth. And what could be the future growth, you know, in this line? Yeah, at least I'll look for that. Uh, the second one is for other business. So it is actually showing the younger positive returns. So uh, can management give some color uh, to tell us what are within the uh, others, and uh, you know what item within the you know the others are, you know, driving force? for this uh, part of revenue to grow that fast. 
that's my two questions. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Tian, uh, uh, Citrus is always the leader, in the, especially in the business travel space. Uh, of course, the 100% uh, growth, uh, the first reason is the lower, comparatively low base of last year because uh, uh, last uh, year, the first quarter of last year is the uh, uh, outbreak of the pandemic. Uh, basically, there is a, a very low uh, traffic, especially for the business travels. Uh, therefore, we had 100% uh, growth. And secondly, it actually uh, reflects the fact that uh, once there is a pandemic uh, or, the, or any emergencies, uh, a market leader uh, will always uh, consolidate or have a, a, a growing our market share very quickly. Uh, this also reflected in our uh, high growth in the business travel, especially the corporate travel. And the third reason, uh, as Jane explained, uh, our uh, hotel business in the corporate travel uh, grow very fast, significantly. Um, firstly, because we have a, a very uh, competitive uh, pricing or competitive product offering to serve our corporate travel uh, needs. And secondly, uh, we also successfully uh, cross-sell uh, hotel product uh, from the air business from the air uh, customers, from the corporate travel. Uh, these are the three reasons why you see a, a very strong growth in the corporate travel. And the, the second question, uh, the, uh, the other base, others basically is the uh, reflect of the uh, 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 market value adjustment uh, for the uh, available for sale uh, investments. Um, the first, actually, this basically reflects the grand trend of the uh, market pickup for the first quarter. Uh, all our investment uh, classified as uh, uh, available for sale, uh, they have to do re-evaluations uh, re uh, on a quarterly basis. So compare with the uh, last year, fourth quarter last year, all the uh, market pricing grow significantly. Uh, this, uh, this is the reason why we had a, a one-time gain on this category. Your next question comes from Brian Gong with Citi. Uh, thanks, management, for taking my question. Uh, congratulations on the solid results and recovery. So uh, with the strong recovery of domestic travel uh, manual management's expectation for following quarters by different segments, uh, especially for upcoming summer break and the Golden Week National Day. Thank you. Hmm. Yeah, the uh, Golden Week holiday is uh, very strong. Uh, as we discussed, uh, the pent-up demand uh, have drive the growth. Uh, as uh, Previously discussed, uh, discussed uh, the volume growth for the uh, uh, hotel uh, is uh, a more than more, uh, it's a three digits growth for year over year. Uh, for 2019, uh, it's also uh, grow more than 50% year over year. For air ticket, uh, the growth uh, is also 
uh, three digits for, uh, compared to the last year, uh, but also uh, for the uh, uh, next year, it's uh, uh, for the uh, for the 2019, it's more than 30% year-over-year growth. Um, for the Q2 number, I will turn it to uh, Cindy uh, for highlights. Yeah, we uh, we will not uh, provide uh, quarterly guidance anymore in a in order to comply with the uh, Hong Kong Stock Exchange regulations. Uh, but we uh, would like to uh, share some recent colors with our investors. For the quarter to date, our total revenue was up more than 80% year over year, um, driven by the strong domestic travel recoveries. Um, but uh, at the same time, the international revenues remain uh, still remain under pressures. So compared to 2019, both our domestic hotel and air ticket reservations grew more than uh, 20% uh, compared quarter to date. Uh, specifically, during the past Labor Day holiday, our total domestic reservations grew by more than um, 270% uh, year over year and 30% compared with 2019 among which domestic hotel and air reservations were up by more than 50% and 30% respectively uh, compared with uh, uh, 2019. Uh, the fast recovery of our domestic China travel will gradually and fully make up the loss of outbound business. Um, recently, our total hotel reservations have returned to pre-COVID level, uh, but the price is still under some pressure. Thank you. Thank you. That does conclude our question and answer session. I'll now hand back to Michelle Key for closing remarks. Thank you. Thank you everyone for joining us today. You can find the transcript and webcast of today's call on investors.com. We look forward to speaking with you on our second quarter 2021 earnings call. Thank you and have a good day. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. That does conclude our conference for today. Thank you for participating. You may now disconnect.